Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. How are you feeling? Everything is weird, Holly. <laughs> so oh, many no. things are weird. It's so early for that. I know. It's just But I guess it's ew. the end of the day for you. Yes. <laughs> but everything yeah, it's just lots of culminating feelings and stuff. Oh no. Well, can I give you a really quick Holly's Moon minute? Yes, please do. <laughs> That's what we're calling it now. Holly's Moon Minute. Yay! So, I, you know, when this episode is being recorded, the which is Wednesday morning, the moon was in um, Aquarius, but it's going to be in Pisces tomorrow. And so there's just, like, a lot of feelings that are going on right now. And then also because of the whole waxing crescent thing, you're feeling like you want to get more stuff done, but it's maybe not going as fast or as easily as you think it is. So I think that people are like really prone to feeling like things are just a little bit off and like overly emotional and sad when there's like a combination of this emotional moon phase and also the desire to start like getting the ball rolling. You know right. what I mean? Oh yeah. That was, that's literally exactly the feeling I've had today because I want to get stuff done and there's some like things and intentions I'm setting and I do it and nothing's happening like and if you kind of feel like a failure and things like that so it's just yeah, kind of like but it, you're it's not. like rolls I know I'm not <laughs> I, I've, I had to like self-talk myself at you know, it's okay but just one of the things kind of like like it's like where did these emotions come from like I was doing fine yeah. earlier and then all of a sudden like I'm now like now pity partying uh, I know it's so weird so thank yeah. you well you know moon minute with Holly <laughs> Moon minute with Holly. There's your answer. Well, hopefully this will not only help me feel better and not beat myself up, but also our listeners who have had a rough time the past couple of days too. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone's beating themselves up right now, I mean, also there's also the combination of it being like this, like basically one and a half weeks after the new year's. So if you're already starting to struggle with any <laughs> like really brave resolutions you've made, you can be really hard on yourself, but yeah. don't be hard on yourself. You're no, amazing. You are amazing. We love you. <laughs> Just, just every day is a new day. Start every day fresh and without guilt. See, you are great at talking yourself out of feeling. Crappy. I've had to talk myself out of being crappy for so long. It's probably like one of my it's strengths. <laughs> it's, it's like self care. Like one of my strengths in self care is like talking to myself in the third person while I'm doing dishes. So. <laughs> And being like, you're great. You're wonderful. You're beautiful. Everyone, everyone you're loves you. You're amazing. You know, I feel like like a teenager. Was it in like Mean Girls or something? One of the girls. I don't know. I've seen Mean Girls like one time, which I feel very kind of guilty about because it's like the movie to watch. But I feel like one yeah. of those girls there that they have to like pep talk themselves like, you're amazing. You're wonderful. You have the most beautiful hair ever sort of stuff. So <laughs> no, that's projection because that doesn't happen in Mean Girls, which I've seen okay. 500 times. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Good. <laughs> anyway. Want to do a card of the day? Yes. Okay. Let's see. Card of the day. We mix my cards again. No, it's me I'm this e time. Oh, it is you. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I was like, oh, I was all excited. It's you. Okay. So, haha, it's you. 
<laughs> you can do it if you want to. <laughs> no, 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 no. I get to do next. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not, not walking into this. Me into this, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> I know this trap. <laughs> All right, so we got the King of Cups. Oh, for our card of the day. Oh, King of uh, Cups, which is kind of the exact opposite of how you're feeling. I know it is. <laughs> Maybe you feel so much better now. Uh, in the deck we're reviewing today, Mystic Mondays, the King of Cups is a, is a merman. I don't know if you noticed That's that. That's true. But he's, he's he's like basically like Aquaman with mermaid pants. So. <laughs> <laughs> I still have not seen Aquaman. I hear that it's very delightful, but I probably lo- won't see it. There's lots of eye candy, but the storyline isn't um, anyway. But anyway, we're not talking about Aquaman. <laughs> Well, technically, the King of Cups is Aquaman. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. What if everyone started calling them all like Fireman, Airman? (laughs) Airman is an actual thing, though. And so is Fireman. (laughs) The only ones that aren't are Waterman and Earthman. But (laughs) Fireman and Airman are like actual professions that people have. Wand man. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, except wand man is something that we should definitely not try to start. <laughs> that is too distracting. But I do like the idea of us feeling so full and like emotionally calm after our little moon minute pep talk that we just get yes. through this morning in which we are recording a bunch of episodes. Yes, a bunch of episodes, which we will explain next week, but yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll explain in a future episode. But yeah, so we, you know, we're a little bit nervous about it, although we've done it before. But I think that yeah. the King of Cups is reminding us that we totally can do this. And we're yeah. like, you know, we're here for each other and right. here to be like flexible and like, you know, flowy and water and just kind yeah. of make this happen, which is not usually how I interpret the King of Cups. But mm-hmm. I'm doing it now because there's like confidence and then also flexibility. Right. Well, especially when we do long sessions like this, we're, we can... Like, there's already, like, a fear in me that I'm going to be emotionally exhausted by the time we get to, you know, such and such episode. Like, after an hour of recording, it can be, we can be, feel emotionally drained. So this, to me, is, like, yeah. the encouragement that we've got this. We've done this before. Yeah. There's no reason totally. to have those fears of, like, being emotionally drained, being, like, insecure in what we're doing. But we've got this. So, woohoo! Thank you, Mr. Aquaman. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Aquaman. I'm not even going to shuffle him back in. I'm going to put him up on my laptop screen so that I can keep a mo- keep an eye on him while we oh, record today. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I normally just shuffle them right back in, but I have a lot of decks on my desk right oh, now. That's so true. I'm just going to, you know, pull them out. Anyway, so that's our card of the day. A question from our friend Katie. I'm kind of at a crossroads with what I want to do for income. Full-time, part-time, something temporary, something creative, one-on-one work? There are so many options and directions I could take. And instead of picking one, I'm just staying home and reading a lot. <laughs> that sounds delightful. I mean, it really sounds nice. <laughs> like much better than working. I can't ever decide if I'd rather just stay home because I have had long periods of unemployment before and they did get pretty miserable, yes. even though I did like sitting at home reading. Yes. I'm coming up on like three weeks of vacation all in a row and I'm like, eh, by week two, I'm sick of myself. So <laughs> I'm like, I need you're to like, do- when was the last time I showered and what day of the week is this? <laughs> I just don't get out of bed. I was just like, what's the point? So, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, so what kind of spread do you want to do for this? Well, I know that you had mentioned in a previous episode of the strengths, skills and then the ways to combine them. So maybe like doing something like that, pulling three cards. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then so we can see if that kind of pushes us in a direction for type of work also. Right, yeah. I like it. So do you want awesome. to do, do you strengths? Wanna... And I can do skills? Okay. And then... Yeah, sounds great. Okay, we'll just decide who who, who does ways to combine them. Or do we want to... Or we each pull a card, maybe? Do you want to see if we can all, like, if we just both pull three and see what happens oh okay i'll pull three for strength you three pull three for skills and then we'll figure it, figure out. it out okay okay <laughs> we'll decide on the fly on the fly how to do this like every week yeah exactly <laughs> we'll get it together someday <laughs> hey it's fine <laughs> all right so for strengths i got the nine of pentacles the Eight of Swords and the Eight of Pentacles. Oh, two Pentacles and two Eights. Yeah, and also it is the Eight and the Nine of Pentacles, which are really good, like linear progression mm-hmm. cards. So for strengths, I would say that you're good at kind of like putting in a lot of effort and waiting to see that things are paying off. Um, so I think that that kind of is more about what you're dealing with right now than it is about like maybe like possible jobs. But I like that having, cause the uh, nine of pentacles is that woman with the bird surrounded by the fruits of her labor. Um, and the eight of pentacles is the guy who's like sitting on a bench making a bunch of pentacles. And so the eight of pentacles is about kind of like education, apprenticeship, sort of, uh, like practice makes perfect. And then the nine of pentacles is the result of that. Like mm-hmm. look at all these pentacles that I grew sort of thing. But it's interesting because of that eight of swords that's mm-hmm. sort of trapped in the middle between these two cards, because the eight of swords is the woman who's like all wrapped up between a bunch of swords and she's like not able to move and she's trapped and not making a decision and stuff like that. Um, what I always tell people when I see the eight of swords is that that woman is not actually in any danger. The swords are like stable and like stuck deep in the ground and she is, her feet aren't tied up so she can move. So maybe as a strength, this could be like dealing with uncertainty. Well, Uh um, and also like being good at putting in the work and, um, kind of like showing all of the results of your labor. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for skills, I got the Two of Cups, the Queen of Wands, and Temperance. So I think, especially with the Two of Cups, since it's you're very good at relating to people one-on-one, like that's one of your strengths and skills to be able to yeah. communicate with people appropriately, to get on their level, to be understood with, with them. Totally. As, and with the Queen of Wands, it's, it's like that fiery personality, but you're... But you know what to do and you're and you're really good at putting yourself out there. Like you're not afraid to kind of to go out of outside of your box and to get the work done and to put the movement into the work. And then with temperance, you're really good at having that balance in your life and keeping that balance and not overdoing it. So it that to me is what the skills that you possess and you're able to do that. Yeah. So, kind of balance and communication. So is something jumping out as far as like full-time, part-time, temporary? Like, is there anything that's kind um, of. I almost feel like some sort of freelancey sort of thing would make sense because if a strength is being able to sort of showcase what your hard work is mm-hmm. um, and deal with uncertainty and then your skills are about communicating one-on-one and like kind Mm -hmm. of being a leader it feels like like freelance 
like coaching of some sort, like yeah. working with people one-on-one, but not on a permanent basis or like mm-hmm. as structured of a basis, but sort right. of doing it ad hoc, like as yeah. needed. That's kind of what's jumping out to me. Are you feeling anything? anything yeah. That, that, especially with the two of cups, with there being two people one-on-one was especially like jumping out to me. Like it wasn't like a three yeah. of pentacles where there's two, one person and two people where it would be like a teamwork sort yeah. of thing and stuff like that to me. Yeah. This or is a more teaching one-on-one. sort of right, thing. Exactly. It's not teaching. This is more one-on-one. And especially with the Queen of Wands, that's the kind of passion you need when you're doing like a freelancing one-on-one in the background. You need that sort yeah, of drive yeah. to do well. And you also have to have that combination of a, of a eight of pentacles and mm-hmm. a nine of pentacles yeah. if you're like constantly having to get shit done, but then also attract new clients. Right, right. Definitely. Yeah. I Should like that. we pull cards for like next steps? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know I always want to pull more cards. Oh, and then I just pulled the Queen of Wands. Oh, let's see. And I pulled Death, so definitely something changes. Don't stay on the couch. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. And I feel like the Queen of Wands coming up a second time as being like, you have to put more faith in the fire that's in your mm-hmm. belly to yeah. get stuff done. Yeah. Because you got two, the Queen of the Queen of Wands twice being like, you know, you can do this, get a move right. on, start, you know, yeah. transitioning Fester and then that paired with death. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Fester. I like that. I know that that's wrong, but I also really like it in that context because it kind of feels like that. Yeah. Especially with the flame and firing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, you just need to let that, let those coals that are in your belly saying like, let's do this. Just actually burn, burn into right. a raging fire yeah. because you have all these skills of like, but you're comfortable with the unknown, even if it doesn't feel like it, you're really good at handling that. So yeah. just because of that, uh, eight of, um, swords. Mm-hmm, right. So just, allowing that wands energy to sort of bubble up is a good idea especially with the eight of swords don't hold yourself back like don't allow the swords to keep you from going forward too so i think that's also a handy message in that as well good luck katie (laughs) good luck katie (laughs) yeah and also just for those of you who are less comfortable with the death card the reason that we're just glossing over it is that it seems like with all of these sort of fiery action oriented and job oriented cards that we already pulled um the death card is way more on the new beginning side rather than the end of a cycle side yeah so the like feeling trapped the sitting and reading sort of thing is coming to an end and then the beginning of the exciting fiery stuff is gonna start yeah the death card is nothing to be scared about yeah exactly i just always feel like we need to remind people every (laughs) single time (laughs) don't panic don't be like an esther i know we have some newer readers yeah yeah exactly i know we have some new readers and non-readers like my sister who's always like Sometimes you do a really great job of explaining what every card means. And sometimes you don't even say it at all. And I'm just lost. And I'm like, okay, well, okay. constructive criticism. Yeah. Thanks, sis. <laughs> I was thinking about that today. I was like, oh, I need to like be more aware about explaining cards. Because sometimes, of course, I yeah. just think like, blah, 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 blah. And that's not helpful. So... <laughs> Which is also good practice for us because when that's our style of reading for other people, we want to explain like why we're getting messages, not like just expressing the messages. Right. So it's good practice to remember that we want to like walk people through what everything means. Yes. Because while this is a conversation between Holly and I, it's also a conversation with our listeners. So just be more aware. So question two is from our friend Kristen, who's at Kristen's dot corner on Instagram. 
And she asks, I work from home for the company I work for while also taking care of my now one-year-old son. Although my boss is pretty understanding and allowed me to watch my son while working, it is quite busy as my job is in upper management and I feel like I'm missing my life. I'm burning the candle at both ends and I'm contemplating leaving my job where I've been for almost 10 years and getting a night job in order to watch our son 100% of the day. I'm not exactly sure how to frame my question. Could you help me interpret what obstacles to look out for either way, staying in the current, just survive the day struggle or potentially taking a big pay cut and finding something else? Wow. Yeah. Huge question. I feel like that goes to what people always say about the first year of your child's life, Mm -hmm. where there's just like all of this reassessment of what the heck is going on. Right. Yeah. But I do feel like just the standard, like two options, pull two pull cards for two options would be a good idea. But she does want to focus on the obstacles of each rather than just like what each would look like. Yeah. I just dropped the hermit. Oh no. The hermit just flew out of my deck. (laughs) (laughs) The hermit bumping out does feel a little bit significant to me because I think that it's really just encouraging like a lot of solitary contemplation Mm -hmm. of this rather than like maybe necessarily taking in a ton of other people's opinions about it. Like what maybe like trying to cut out what, the people in your life are telling you to do almost like don't worry about what your mom says or whatever, like do what feels right for you. And even what Um, society says, because sometimes society can say, well, as this sort of mom, you need to be this way or is this sort of mom or, you know, you need to be more business minded sort of thing. So just shutting out all the voices that are kind of there. Okay. So do you want to do staying in current job obstacles, maybe two cards for obstacles and then, okay. I'll do two cards for obstacles of switching to a new job and then we can take it from there. Meet in the middle. Yes. Okay. Meet in the middle. All right. That was really Southern accent. Okay. That was very Southern. You're only going to get more Southern in the next couple of weeks, girlfriend. Oh. (laughs) It's all going to come like just rushing back. (laughs) Hence the emotions today. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Oh, interesting. So I got this for um, staying in this job and the obstacles there. I got the seven of pentacles. So it's kind of that work that you know that you've been doing. And it's just keeping that work going and always doing that work. And it's work you're comfortable in, but you're kind of kind of tedious as well. Like you're like, when is this going to work going to end? So um, it's kind of it's just the work. And then I also got the eight of swords. So there's that trapped feeling and you kind of feel constrained. So isn't that interesting? So interesting that we, yeah, that we got basically like very Almost similar, similar cards to the last cards one. this one, yeah. But you pulled them last but time. But so. I pulled those last time and <laughs> you know, pulled them this time. time. Right. Yeah. So I think that that's part of the, like, a nature of getting career questions. A lot of it is sort of that feeling of, like, balancing hard work but also feeling trapped. Yeah. Um, I think that that is, it was bound to happen that that would come up, but it is funny that it would come up twice in one day. So as far as, which I guess brings us to the, uh, statement of if you have like non-career questions, we're happy to answer those too. We've been getting a lot of career questions, which is super great, but also like we love other stuff also. Um, but anyway, so I, as far as leaving, I pulled the hermit again because I shuffled him back into the deck. Okay. Interesting. And yeah. And then pulled from the center. So that's kind of crazy. And then the moon, which is not super helpful because we already know that leaving your current job and doing something else would be very unknown. But I think that, 
those two together in this context of the question, rather than just like as a general mood, that hermit mm-hmm. energy is like, I think that you'd feel a little bit isolated yeah. if you uh, started working nights and that would bring up a lot of sort of emotional stuff and a lot of stuff that you've sort of buried inside of you over the years about isolation and loneliness. Mm-hmm. So that would definitely be something to watch out for if you decide to leave, just like feelings of intense isolation. Because if you're spending the day with your kid and then the night working, mm-hmm. you're not interacting with other adults very often and that could bring up a lot of sort of like feelings within yourself that you might currently have hidden right exactly yeah should we pull more cards like maybe additional things to consider Yeah, things consider or like how how she can go about making a decision like what are some like tools she has at her um what am i trying to say disposal Thank you. I was like, what is the word I'm trying to think? Disposal. Tool she has at her disposal to make a decision like this. Like, because I feel like she needs an, some sort of, like, empowering in the background yeah, to help make things. Totally. So, like, tools that she has at her disposal to make a decision. So, I got the five of pentacles. So, we're getting a run of pentacles. Yeah. And the three of wands. And so, the five of pentacles is the card that has, like, two figures on the traditional Rider-Waite-Smith two figures walking under a stained glass window and it's cold. It's kind of about like coldness and poverty, but I mean, literal poverty is probably maybe an overkill, but who knows? Yeah. Um, but I think like, uh, the flip side of it is kind of about like asking for help, Mm -hmm. um, which is interesting with the hermit showing up twice in this reading that there would be something about like, you know, actually actively asking for help. But that paired with the three of wands makes a little bit of sense because the three of wands is about sort of external planning, like planning for the future, using and thinking about like all of the moving pieces. And we are mirroring each other today because I drew the three of wands as well. So, yeah. So it's definitely some like active planning that needs to go on. If you're going to step out to take a night job, there needs to be maybe a little bit more planning underneath your belt before making a decision yeah. and quitting your other job. Well, and also now that I'm thinking about it, maybe the hermit coming up twice is more like you're feeling isolated right now because mm-hmm. she even said that she felt like she was missing out on her life. But having the three of wands and the five of pentacles kind of show up and the resources that you have available to you is like ask the people around you for help. Yeah. Rather than feeling like you're cut off from the world, like you're hermit, like having all this hermit energy, try to ask those around you for help and then use their help and their assistance to help you plan more long-term rather than just trying to make a decision right now in this moment, Mm -hmm. trying to think about in the long term what would actually make you feel more able to balance your life and your work responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel good. So I take back what I said about the hermit at the very beginning. I think that that was just reflecting how you're currently feeling. Mm -hmm. And then energy, the hermit showing up for leaving that job is saying that it wouldn't leaving the job wouldn't necessarily resolve the feeling of loneliness. It might Mm -hmm. exacerbate it even further. So allow people in your life to help you and try to make more long-term plans thinking about like everything rather than just like the moment right now so much easier said than done but yeah definitely i think both of us getting the three of wands is definitely saying like you know don't make any choices right now yeah definitely more planning needs to go underway before you feel pressured by emotions because the moon came up 
so pressured by all yeah. of these emotions and the in the moon time we're in right now don't put that pressure on you to achieve yeah. things right especially, now especially <laughs> especially if you listen to this episode just don't make a choice immediately because there's going to be a lot of feelings and yeah. also this is a pretty recent question we just got this at the beginning of the week um so i think that saying like yeah try to not <laughs> let this current feeling of like i'm sad and i'm my emotions are really running high and i want to be doing more but i'm not don't let that make you feel like you're being forced into a decision before you're ready and yes. reach out to the people around you. Yeah. Good luck, Kristen. Yes, we love you, Kristen. Yes, we do. You're awesome. Thanks. All right. This week, we're talking about the Mystic Mondays Tarot. Mystic Mondays Tarot deck was created by Grace Young as a Kickstarter deck in early 2017. This is another one of those decks with a little bit of Kickstarter drama that we won't really get into. But long story short, it was picked up by Chronicle Books for release in the fall of 2018. Many of the concerns of damage and quality that some Kickstarter backers raised were resolved in the mass market version. A blurb from Grace, Mystic Mondays is tarot for the modern mystic. It is an intuition tool for spiritual guidance designed with intentional good vibes and a love of color. Energy is made of vibrations and each color vibrates as its own frequency. This colorful deck is full of positive vibes that allow you to access answers for your highest good. And from the publisher, this vibrant tarot deck featuring bright artwork, holographic card edges, and foil exterior offers a fresh interpretations of each of the major and minor arcana in standard tarot deck. With a full color guidebook that describes the symbolism of each card, Mystic Mondays is full of positive vibes that invite you to start fresh any day of the week. So one of the reasons that I wanted that we included both of those quotes is because it's so cool. The holographic edges thing cannot be understated. It's so no, neat. And I wanted so to make sure amazing. that that was incorporated yes 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 yes. so we're gonna go through the parameters what's your general impressions and vibe of this deck this is like a pina colada a sex on the beach yeah this is that vibe like a very no i don't want to say like a beach vibe because i don't want to cheapen it because it's very it's not cheap looking at all but it's very joyful without being um like a kiddish deck or something that can't be taken seriously I think that the art is such that the colors seem playful, but the images seem really striking. The images are stunning. Yeah. Like the, it's a lot of like block colors. So Mm -hmm. there isn't a lot of like facial expressions or whatever, but it's still super successful because the colors are just really, really perfect. And I kind of get what she's talking about, about like, vibrational stuff like yeah kind of like the deck that we talked about last week right is that when we did cosmic Cosmic? yeah last week yeah so uh, similar to that there's kind of like uh tonal similarities between suits Mm -hmm. so a lot of the cup suits are kind of blues and greens for that water um the wands are kind of oranges and pinks and reds but it's kind of like how we were talking about how florida it felt really cosmic tarot felt really florida Mm -hmm. i feel like this is really like like xenon girl of the 21st century florida you know what I mean? Yeah. And the, and the artwork is like, I would expect to see something like this from like an art in an art gallery. I mean, it's stunning. Yeah. Like I can't it's express really, it. It's really, really pretty. And I'm not a person who enjoys modern art, but like, I absolutely adore this deck. Adore it. And so uh, what do you think about the holographic edges? Cause that is the one thing that I struggle with. Cause I love them. I love them, but hate <laughs> them. Okay. 
so when you first take the deck out of the box, the, everything sticks together. Like at first I was like, did my deck melt together? Like I was panicked yeah. because it was so, I was so afraid of tearing <laughs> them apart. But at the same time I was like, but I have to tear them apart because I have to use them. It's not one tarot card. Like <laughs> that's really thick. So yeah, um, exactly. It's not going it, to work this way. And it makes it difficult to shuffle because the edges are, the cards are a bit thicker than normal. So I can't riffle shuffle, but at the same time, I absolutely adore the edges. Like, uh, yeah same I wouldn't change it at that's all. how I feel too and I was also thinking like yes it is a little bit stressful when you're trying to pry everything apart because you're a little bit worried that you're gonna mm-hmm. um fuck something up to be honest right exactly yeah <laughs> but it's also kind of good for like getting to know the deck because mm-hmm. you're not just going through it really quickly like trying to see every card and like I need to make sure that I get to the high priestess to see what that looks like and the queen of cups to see what that looks like or whatever uh-huh. you're like having to intentionally peel them all away from each other and so even though it's stressful it's a really 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 good way to get to know each card um kind of in your initial flip through and also the more that you do shuffle it just overhand style the more that the edges seem to like like oh yeah dull yeah not not in color but in sharpness and it's such a cool effect to have it be holographic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't stick together. I've shuffled this so many times that they don't. It's there's no stickiness problem probably after the first couple of days. So uh, yeah, and, and it's just delightful. It's yeah, it's such a great deck. And the other thing is that in the original decks, I think the Kickstarter decks, there was also hologram on the backside, mm-hmm. which is one of the complaints that everyone had was that it was like scratching the front sides of the cards when you shuffled like that was a huge part of it but in the mass market version it's not holographic on the back it just kind of is like the colors are designed to make it look look slightly holographic but the result of that is that it is not scuffing the fronts of the cards at all so if you like google this deck and see youtube reviews where people are like look at these big scratches like that has not been my experience at all because the Mm -hmm. mass market version fixed some of those issues that were causing quality control concerns um, from the Kickstarter deck. It's like a soft gradient of blue greens and blues and pinks that kind of make that illusion on the backs of the cards. Exactly. But without the actual like metal basically to scratch the fronts of other cards. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, And what kind of readings have you used it for? I've almost exclusively been using this for shadow work because I find that the colors really balance out the, depth of shadow work if that makes any sense because Uh I'm already I'm a sort of melancholic person anyway my mind automatically goes to like negative and things when I do shadow work so I think this deck with the colors and I can tell that it balances me out whenever I'm doing shadow yeah work. so it doesn't feel quite so like uh, cumbersome or like heavy it's not heavy at all like it, it the readings themselves are very accurate and pinpoint really really and it's like I think I've only used it for like a card of the day like last week when we did our episode I think it was just like card of the day or something so yeah. I've been, it's been mostly exclusively shadow work and it's so accurate with shadow work, but it balances my melancholy out. So I've, That's awesome. and I've been, I think maybe like a couple of like weekly things, but it's only been really for me and not for really other people. So I've yeah. just adore it. Just, just adore it. I would use it for, I mean, I don't have anything reserved specifically for shadow work. So maybe this would be something to explore, but for me it is more about like a seasonal appropriateness oh. and it makes me really jazzed for like summer, mm-hmm. like basically July and August. Yeah. Like I cannot wait to use this primarily during that season Yes, because it feels so exciting, but it also kind of encapsulates that like, cause I live in a desert <laughs> oppressive heat mm-hmm. of the summer in some way. Like there's just a lot 
like the darkness reminds me of that oppressive heat, but the rest of it is so summery and joyful and stuff that I just really can't wait to bust it out a little bit more during that season. But it's just really, I don't know. It just is really cool. I also think it's fun to show people because it's interesting art and it doesn't have any like funny, creepy cards the way that Cosmic did. Cause just cause that's on my mind, but and it's a very <laughs> modern deck where I think it's kind of like, like the Luna soul deck where I can use this and it be inclusive of many people. If it makes any sense. Yeah. Like it's, it's very inclusive. It's very diverse. I think maybe it's lacking like maybe some body diversity, if anything, but any, anything other than that, it's very diverse and colorful and, supportive yeah. and non stuff, and yeah. non-tarot people could look at it and be like oh well that's cool like yeah. non-tarot people it's not threatening it just looks really awesome yeah yeah totally awesome well let's go through our favorite cards i love the devil card the devil card has been coming up for me a lot recently and it's a woman with staircase that's leading up to her brain oh, with the yeah. brain like the, it will her brain it's leading up to her like head and there's like a door that's in her that goes inside to her brain and it sounds kind of weird I'll, yeah. I'll of course upload a picture to instagram but it's a very like modern gorgeous the woman is wearing black lipstick i love it the red is beautiful i just love it yeah that's a really good one yeah and then the death card the skulls and the blue so and the green. Cool. i love the death card how is that so effective it's like just a skull just, but it just really nails especially it. with the i think this the color blocking just makes it pop i adore it the magician, I love that she changed the magician to a female, like with red yeah. flowing hair and like she's, she's crystals in the thing. I adore that. And then my last one is the king of pentacles. Okay. I will say I adore all of the court cards. It's very rare that I like court, the cards, court cards, are super but good. all of the court cards, I think it's my favorite set of court cards because they're all different. Yeah. My problem, like it's a personality thing where if I don't see a difference, then I, my brain doesn't calculate a difference. It's just kind of like same, same, well, same. Yeah. And I know that you're not alone in like, in our shared struggle with court cards sometimes, because I do think that when it's just like, okay, another prince or whatever, mm -hmm. and this card, this deck does do princess, prince, queen, and king. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but if you just, if they aren't making, if it doesn't feel like there's a concerted effort to really differentiate mm -hmm. the suits, it's hard to read those intuitively. You right. have to like really look it up. And you have to like, you have to like think really hard. Okay. Water cups, uh, emotions. Okay. Night. Okay. Got it. You know, you have to keep doing the calculation yeah, exactly. instead of just looking at it, but all of the core cards are so different. They have personality. It's not really something yeah. I've ever seen in a different tarot deck is having personality in the court cards. They're all just kind of flat to me. And this is like one of the first times that court cards have kind of come alive. When it, so my favorite of the court cards is the King of Pentacles. He is a silver motherfucking fox. And I am so here for it. <laughs> like he has money dripping from his wrist. He has got a full beard and just gray hair and I am in love anyway. So <laughs> I'm just like, yes, King of Pentacles. So do you think you could get your guy to grow a beard? What would that no, be? No, like? no. Asians don't grow beards. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much impossible. <laughs> oh no. He won't be a silver Fox. I, I, it's very sad. He will be a silver Fox. No, he will be he a silver Fox. Be, just not bearded. Just not bearded. It's okay. The Queen of Wands is one of my favorite cards. Mm -hmm. And she's like wearing pants, which I feel like people do not put queens in yes. pants. 
but she looks like like as a wands card should kind of ready to go yeah yeah like she's prepared to sort of embody some of that fire energy and just get shit done and i just love those colors together because it's yes. all the oranges and there's like palm fronds and her and flowers that are on great. her i love it Love yeah, it. and then also the fact that she's wearing like bike shorts, yeah. basically. I'm sure that they're not meant as bike shorts, but they look they're like tight, bike shorts. Like bike to me. shorts yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where she's just like about she's going places. Yeah. Like she is sort of an embodiment of like like that fieriness that I just really appreciate in a court card, especially in a queen, because I feel like a lot of the times queens are just sitting on thrones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like Give me more, especially with an action orient. Not she. I mean, she's not action oriented, but the fire mm-hmm. wands suit is action oriented. So I like that component yeah. of it a lot. And then, of course, I'm gonna freaking love the lovers because of the uh, flamingos. Yes, that was one of the ones I trashed. I was like, oh, the flamingos, but. I'm sure I don't need it's it. It's <laughs> so good. I love it. I love it. It has two flamingos and their uh, beaks are touching. So it looks like a heart in between them. And it's just cute. Yeah. And it's also nice that it's not gendered. Yes. And there's no like, you know, angel figure forcing this yes. love. It's just like, <laughs> it's, it's just, just love. love. Yeah. And then I also really like the eight of pentacles because I think it's cool. Oh, that she's yes. Sitting at like, I like that instead of sitting at a bench, hammering out pentacles, she's sitting at a canvas, basically drawing a bunch of painting or painting a bunch of paintings. (laughs) So I really like that. And then last, but very, very not least is the Empress, which I love the, I love the Empress because she's not visibly pregnant, which Mm -hmm. is really great. And so she feel, and it's also, she's holding a pomegranate and some bananas and she's wearing a pineapple hat. And for some reason it feels (laughs) like very in touch with, with that like physicality of the Mm -hmm. Empress, like that, creative expression but also like of this world sort of like um visceral sort of figure I guess Mm -hmm. so I just think it's super effective and I love that she's not pregnant I mean I don't have any problem with pregnant empresses really but I also really like seeing ones that aren't Mm -hmm. and I think that she's just like incredible it's just such a good empress card yes so that's my fave okay so now it's time to draw a card that represents our relationship with the deck woohoo and you can even hear how differently we're shuffling <laughs> this deck because it is hard to riffle shuffle. Because, yeah, because when I started riffle shuffling, it was like my hands felt like they had cuts all over them because they were so sharp. Ooh, I drew the strength card as my relationship with the deck, oh, which is yay. very appropriate for me in this deck. And the strength card has a white tiger on it, which I also love that it was a white tiger. So, oh, <laughs> I love that this deck thinks that I'm strengthful with it. <laughs> yeah. And I got the king of pentacles, which is hilarious. <laughs> Your silver fox My card. Silver fox card came. <laughs> yeah. We are mirroring each other a lot today. This is kind of interesting. I know. I think it's because we're like getting into such a groove. Yeah, we're, we're just sync. like really in it right now. Uh, I love that the King of Pentacles came up for this. And actually, it's kind of inspiring me to see if this is a deck that Nathan might let me use with him. Because he does not like me to read for him. But he is such a king of or yeah he's just such a king of pentacles yeah like that is nathan personified and so whenever i see that card i think of him and having that be my relationship with this deck makes me feel like maybe um this might be something worth showing him yeah exploring with him yeah especially because it's it's like a like a non-threatening sort of deck it may be something yeah. that would be exciting for him to kind of, or and interested. And it's not yeah. super fluffy. Yeah, yeah he exactly. might be a little it's not bit really more super open fluffy, to it because yeah. it doesn't, 
Exactly. So fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That's see interesting. That Your own. Son. He's asleep upstairs. I bet he won't be into it if I take it upstairs <laughs> right and say, now. Hey, hey, what about this deck? <laughs> <laughs> That would make him be like, oh, my God, leave me alone, please. (laughs) I am not interested. (laughs) Not at 5 a.m. Next time. No, definitely not. Hey, it's 530. Okay, it's 530. Okay, okay. (laughs) All right. But, yeah, so that is our deck for this week. And next week we're doing something a little bit different. We're going to go through... Pixies, astounding, Lenormand deck. So we're doing a different type of cardamancy. Get excited. (laughs) And that's our show. Thank you so much for listening. If you like us, please tell some of your friends about us and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you have a tarot question or life question that we help through tarot, email us at wildlytarotpodcast at gmail.com. Or message us on our Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram for pictures of the decks we're using or join our Facebook community by searching Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. Also, feel free to follow each of us on Instagram. I am at Celestial Esther and Holly is at Holly Enchanted. Go forth and tarot wildly this week. <laughs> Bye. We love you. Bye. <laughs>